it's kind of fun to to have an official sponsor now. Even if we had to create an entire company to be the sponsor <laughs> of the Sacred Spaces podcast. <laughs> but we did it because we needed a sponsor. It is probably like the best <laughs> company ever. It is. I, I highly recommend this company <laughs> to anyone listening to our podcast. <laughs> What's the name of this company that has so graciously sponsored this podcast? Well, it would be Rethink. Oh, Rethink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should go up with like a real great like 50s commercial for it oh and, a, and a jingle. I don't do 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 do. You could be have some kind of jingle that goes along with that, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we we've been hard at work on yeah, rethink. Yeah. Um, you have been incredibly hard at work on it, and so uh, what we have something brand new launching, right? Yeah, um, we've been working really hard on a new website. Right. Um, we um, have been taking classes, working <laughs> every day after I get off work. I'm just pounding it out, um, trying to find the best ways to communicate what it is that Rethink is and what we do. Um, yeah. 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 We've been working really hard on clarifying our message yeah. um, so that it's so that somebody can come to our website and have all of the pertinent information they need at a glance, like at just just scan the website and have a have an understanding of what Rethink is and yeah. what we're offering and who it's for and and that sort of thing. And I'm, I, we're, we've really been talking about, you know, okay, let's, let's go out and actively ask people to respond back to us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're, if you're hearing this, please do that. I rethink it.com and, and just, you know, give us some feedback on, yeah. on if it's as clear as we're hoping it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. I was thinking all the hours, and lack of stress that I've been putting in yes. to this website. And it's going to take somebody like five seconds to scan and read to the To make whole a thing. judgment <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Yeah. Um, we're, don't be nice to me. We're still, no, don't be nice. <laughs> no, don't be nice, yeah. actually. Um, no, we need to make sure that yeah. when somebody hits our website, they actually know what it is we do. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, be nice, though. <laughs> not blazing hot in here no. yeah i even had a sweatshirt on this morning i'm not sure if i really needed it it was just nice that i could and not right sweat to death. right yeah <laughs> no it's you know i'm like this every single year like in the winter time i'm like oh it's so cold and i hate how cold i can't wait for summer and then Summer gets here, and I'm like, oh, it's so hot. I can't wait for it to start cooling off. And, it, you know, I say that like I'm unique in that. I know I'm not unique, but I still think that it's uh, that it's pretty hilarious that I'm such a whiny baby when it comes to weather. <laughs> so is that is that a part of getting old? Is that what that is? I don't like, know. I think uh, we're not trying to prove anything anymore. <laughs> I 
that might be it too. <laughs> yes, I can shovel that driveway. And... <laughs> yeah, seriously, no doubt. I remember I used to like wear shorts all winter long, mm-hmm. just because I was like that was my thing. And everybody used to comment on how you know mm-hmm. I was didn't matter how cold it was, I was wearing shorts. Yeah. You know, I'm like, God, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's cold outside. Put on some goddamn pants. You know? <laughs> Is that the title of this podcast? Yeah, put on some goddamn pants. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, but it's nice. It's nice that it's nice. I like this. <laughs> I like this weather. Well, because we've been, we don't have central AC in this house. So we've just been running all, all the things trying to keep the temperatures at yeah. a livable level. And, and this is just stupid hot here for Spokane. So. Remember that, like, Storm Chasers show mm-hmm. that we used to watch? Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> I feel like we could be, like, legitimate weather chasers. Oh, I love weather. Where, where we just chase weather that we well, like. Our, and we whole, like our whole And it's not, it's not about excitement or anything like that. It's like, where is it not too hot? And where is it not too cold? No, but we're gonna go to those places. <laughs> but any one of us, you, me, the girls, will experience thunder, lightning, wind. Right. I mean, you name it, whatever the weather is, and we're all texting each other. Did you hear that? Did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, so we I, do love like crazy weather too. That's yeah, yeah. I do. So. so again, we're talking like we're unique. I, I think a Are lot of people do. Are we actually talking about weather on this podcast? <laughs> we well, you know, we we talk about TikTok on this podcast and weather. Oh my god! And getting old, and and I tell stories that you know don't land anywhere. <laughs> can, can we talk about? Drinks? Oh yeah, let's talk about drinks. So. We're uh, we're drinking Moscow Mules today. Yeah. Yeah. Only you are in a glass. Yep. <laughs> and yep. I am in a. Oh, it oh, doesn't ring. Think... No, oh that's, yeah, yeah. That's the crappy one. Yeah, yeah, it's a copper mug. Anyway, well, it's a it's a copper lined mug. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's not even copper lined. Maybe it's just copper color. I think it is copper lined though, because it is changing colors. You know, over time. Oh it's... my gosh, you're still talking about nothing. <laughs> Sometimes it's, I was actually talking about something. I was talking about the, whether or not this mug was copper. Yeah, and we can see it. No one Jesus. else can. I might need like four of these to get through this podcast today. Yes, I do not like metal clinking against my no, teeth. No, so, you don't, which uh, I just don't let it touch my teeth. I don't, I don't know how you normally drink. So, but it is tasty. It is a tasty mm. Moscow mule. Yep. Oh, and we use the good Reed's ginger beer. And the uh, extra gingery, ginger ooh. beer. So, <laughs> I just that kind of stuff matters. I think no, it does like, because because when we go places and we order particularly cocktails, yeah, you know, like if we go to a brewery, it's not the same thing. But if we go someplace and we have a cocktail with dinner, I'm usually disappointed because it's not like we make it at home. <laughs> I know it's because you like you know two shots everything all of my drinks, but. <laughs> No, no. Listen, I just don't skimp. (laughs) (laughs) I think there is a difference. There is a difference between skimping and, you know, putting Mm -hmm. too much in there. Um, I happen to think they're just right. And so, and you do too. because I do too. Yeah. And we don't really go out for cocktails very much, but. No. I mean, every once in a while we do. Yeah. So if there's not um, 
you know, if the beers are limited, like I don't like them, yeah. which is most of the time, <laughs> then um, I'm well, worried. No, we've been finding some new beers that you really like. Yeah, yeah. Well, a new beer, like, it, which blows my mind, too, because you're like, you're all about the sours. Um, yeah. And, I mean, for the most part, right? I am. I'm getting a little burnout oh, um, because okay. because they all really taste end up tasting the same unless there's just something super unique it. about it. Um, and uh, it's really, I don't know if it's so much about liking the sour as much as it's the option that's not something hoppy or bitter. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But what you have found that you... I, I mean, you're, at least you're saying you're really mm-hmm. enjoying is a stout beer. Well, it was a coconut stout, so, you know. Yeah, but then didn't you try one that wasn't coconut? Or did it have coconut uh, in it, too? It wasn't that, as strong. Place? It was like supposed to have a hint of it. It's like a chocolate. But you still liked stout. it. Yeah. No, it was Yeah. Good. But there's no there's no. It's hoppy. not hoppy. And I, that's your thing. Like yeah, a, I don't you, like that you don't like the hoppy, yeah. um, which I really do. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway. That's just little fun tidbits do, about us. I do like the Moscow Mule. <laughs> Good. You, I mean, you, you know, there hasn't been too many drinks that I've made that you haven't liked. No, really just the Corona Old Fashioned. <laughs> Corona Old Fashioned, <laughs> which I didn't like that either. So that was fine. No, that you was know, like but. The, the worst thing I've ever had to drink <laughs> ever. Wow. I mean, really. It you didn't really, have to drink it. I didn't. In fact, I took you didn't one sip drink it. And I put it aside and I had bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I discovered that you could drink straight bourbon, yeah. <laughs> which uh, was also I wish I knew which wonderful to that me. Was. <laughs> I know exactly which episode. No, no, no. It was. I, I, I remember the episode. I just don't know what number it was. So. Oh, well, be easy. I mean, I know right where it is. I, it was called, you know, coronavirus or something. Or I, I don't. It know. was in honor of. Cor- <laughs> we were in shelter in at that time. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, going back to weather just for a minute though, um, no, like crazy weather and stuff. Um, we were talking about the other day cause our, our friends down in Arizona, uh, were talking about a big storm, a big mm-hmm. monsoon storm that came through and like blew all their pool furniture into the, mm-hmm. into their pool and, you know, pelting the house with massive hail and all that kind of stuff. That's something we don't get in the Northwest. Really, no. and that and that I like I loved those Arizona oh, storms. Those monsoons were amazing. Oh, they were insane. And they, yeah. there was a certain smell with the storms too that was really yeah yeah because yeah. it was usually still hot out, and then this mix of the the air was hot, but then there was this moisture that was cooling at the same time, and so yeah. it was like this weird mix of the both, and then the smell and the the movement of the air is just different. Yeah, there totally. If I didn't have so many other reasons to never move back, <laughs> I mean, th- that is well, one strong... That Number sunsets. one, that those storms only happen every once in a while. Yeah. And everything else about the weather down there it's, is not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember, like, one particular time, one particular storm, where we were living in an apartment, we were pretty newly married, and I remembered that the car windows were down. <laughs> and... Uh, and so I went running outside to because we knew the storm was coming, and it was pouring so hard that from our front door across the the drive there mm-hmm. to the you know covered parking, like literally in that short amount of time, it soaked me to the bone. Mm-hmm. It was raining that hard, and then I also remember the entire world suddenly flashing bright white and hearing thunder. 
simultaneously. Like that lightning struck so close to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it like, it freaked me out and I, you know, got yeah. the car windows up and then, you know, bolted back in the house as fast as possible. But like that kind of stuff is like just well, crazy. So maybe we could be storm chasers. Cause I mean, that's like a, you know, well, well, no, we couldn't be because we don't we, we don't know the science behind it. <laughs> Maybe we could tag along with some storm chasers. <laughs> what was always uh, amazing to me too about Arizona was that when the storms came in, you you don't have you have mountains there in right. the Phoenix area, but you don't have um, like uh, it doesn't block your view of the valley of the right. whole area. Right. So. You could see these monsoons, monsoons roll in, and yeah. they literally like, you know, like those uh, um, mummy movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah that. The dust storm would come yeah. with it. Yeah, it would, you would totally look like that, and you could see it coming. And then um, when there was lightning, you could see it flash across the whole yep. valley. It was just so big, and like high all end. over the place. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the the sunsets are just um, yeah unbelievable there. So yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to move back. Sounds like you could be. Uh, Convinced to visit again, though. Um, a few things would have to happen before I could do that. <laughs> okay, we'll stop there. Yeah. So, <laughs> moving on, moving on quickly. Yep. <laughs> before we, this comes a, a triggering episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. So, um, yeah, we've uh, we've been busy lately with uh, you know getting rethink stuff going and. And, you know, our TikTok channel, trying to keep that going and um, recording podcasts and trying to get real estate stuff off the ground. And you've been working, you know, your full-time job and, you know, it was just, it just all the things that just keep going on and on and on and on. And, and it, it, it seems like we, we find ourselves in this position, like, for the entire 26, on, coming up on 27 years of marriage now, where it's like, if we just get through this period of time, then everything will slow down, right? And then then we could take a break. Mm-hmm. Then we can relax a little bit. And, I mean, I think I can remember back to, I mean, just a couple of times where it really felt like things were kind of peaceful and relaxed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And usually during those times, we would look at each other and be like, all right, what's coming? <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah. Right? There, there was and something always did come, but I think that that's, I think now in, you know, hindsight, it's taught me that that is just part of life. And um, I don't necessarily want that to be the pattern, but it is It is life. I mean, honestly, we, th- we thought we were on this, like, this path, this timing, we had some things planned for our yeah. life and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. It changed everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. I, re- I remember that when um, 9-11 happened, we felt this, uh, we were in this place right before it happened that we were like, hey, things are really good. You had this really great job and, yeah. um, but we had both our girls, and we, we owned our first home. home. Yeah, and it just felt like things were moving in a in a direction that was opening up for us, or at least peaceful mm-hmm. and calm, predictable. And then nine eleven happened, and 
the whole world changed. So yeah. the way we yeah. navigated people and uh, social structures and, you know, Sid was a year old and we'd, we've literally been to war her entire life over that. So um, it's, it's kind of um, feels as similar, you know. Except I think the pandemic has a more um, isolating experience mm-hmm. than 9-11 did. Um, different kind certainly. of... Certainly. Yeah. Certainly it does. Yeah. And it has, um, it has <clears throat> social ramifications that I would have never expected from all of my end-of-the-world movies I watched, you know? Right. <laughs> you just that kind you of, love. That I love. And <laughs> I kind of expected it to, like, flesh out the, the hero in each of us, right? The... The, the beautiful story that they're rising up and and becoming a better human out of it and because that's the the story that Hollywood paints right mm-hmm. and um, I really feel like this pandemic has done a lot of the opposite um, is has allowed all the ugly to raise uh, or rise up there is beauty there is um, a lot of amazing humans yeah. but I think that was the part I didn't expect okay so just you know, Mm-hmm. This is your your and I's yin and yang on this, right? <laughs> um, even the Hollywood movies, though, it is certain heroes that rise up. Yeah. But it's a lot of people who have that are in chaos, right? And yeah, that's what yeah, makes yeah. those heroic yeah. stories so wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful is that is is the few that rise up and. And I would say that there have been a lot of really amazing heroic mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. that have risen up in this time. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, the the kind of chaos that we see from the masses who are um, kind of uh, almost falling apart over this, you know, they're just de- almost like degenerating into... Worse and worse worldviews. Yeah. You know? yeah, I know. Um, I would I say it's. I'm not even sure a, if they ever would have believed what they believe now. Yeah, you had know, all this not happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, isn't just a really, like, it's just a bland story. It's mm-hmm. like a, ugh, that, okay, that's just, it's just boring for you to give in to that, yeah. you know? Um, but, you know, I, it was, you know, saw a, a group of realtors today at a, at a showing um, or at an open house. And, you know, we were kind of, you know, just talking about the state of things today and how it's going to affect the real estate market and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. And, um, and you know, this, this one, you know, lady realtor that was there, she was talking about, I don't know why it was important to say she was a I lady was just realtor. Gonna ask you, why, why was that important to Cause, mention? Because it's a non-important <laughs> component of this story. I'm so glad a, you couldn't hey, finish your sentence. So you, hmm, hmm. It was a lady realtor. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous that I said that. I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> there was a realtor there who was talking about their sister who worked in um, in uh, Sacred Heart, the hospital, one of the hospitals here, and how they've got complete wards that are turning over to, you know, yeah. overflow COVID and stuff. And they're just like, it, and, and even from the ground level saying that this is, it's as bad again right now as it, as it ever was well, last we year. We had higher, we have a higher hospital rate for yeah. COVID patients right now. And but then okay. we're, 
Um, the new component to this this time around with the with the new Delta variant and mm-hmm. you know that's coming through, is that kids aren't uh, kids are catching it um, at at much 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 higher rates than than they were the original mm-hmm. uh, COVID nineteen that came through, and uh, and that is like I'm I'm hearing you know reports that like it is. Like I'm hearing this from like the medical community who gets on, who gets you know vocal and, and that kind of thing, that it is uniquely devastating to watch a a sick child struggling, and then ultimately to you know to succumb to a disease, even than it is to a, an, an adult. adult. You know, there's just something so much more devastating about that, yeah. and of course it is, of course, but I don't think we think about that. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm pretty, um, I think I'm pretty angry right now. Hmm. Um, I, I'm just not understanding why you can't think about the person next to you. I just don't understand why your face being exposed to natural air is so fucking important that you're okay with one of these little kids ending up in the hospital. I mean, I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, I'm hearing about in, in the medical field, I'm hearing about um, people who are turning down their dream jobs at hospitals um, or within the medical community because they're going to be forced to have um, vaccines here in um, Washington. And I'm like, how can, how can you legitimately be good, be a good um, advocate for healthcare if, um, you're coming to work anti-masking, anti-vaccine, and still having a life outside of quarantine. Like, how how do you do that? How how do you say that I am a safe person for these patients to be around? Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I I have worked really hard in a lot of a lot of areas of life um, to branch out of my own viewpoint and to say what does it mean to see life that way yeah um because i don't actually see it that way so really trying to to move yourself in a position where you can connect or relate that somebody else sees things differently than you and this is one of those i just i can't do it yeah i i had i cannot figure out um how you can be so incredibly selfish to think that your rights supersede the rights of other people to live. I, I don't get it. Yeah, and I, I think there's a, a narrative that goes along with that, that those who are, you know, anti-vaccine, anti-masks, you know, that sort of thing, believe they're being heroic. Um, they're they standing be- up for a good cause. Yeah, they believe that they're standing, they're, that they're... That they're uh, patriots, that they're uh, that they're people of faith, you know, holding up the Constitution. They're, they're yeah, all this kind of stuff. They're 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 fighting for the freedoms of our country, and because they think that's all, you know, under attack. And I'm it, glad their freedoms are giving them something because people are dying over it, and it it's it's unnecessary. It's absolutely unnecessary. And see, and this is now. I think our perspective is right, but it's our perspective that it's unnecessary. And I, I and it, I think this, I'm not making it. I'm not trying to do my nine thing here and see things from all sides. No, I know that. But l- I, l- 
Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say this. Why are there some things that we are allowed to have a perspective on? And there's some things that are just fact. Like, you're not vaccinated. You don't wear a mask. You can and likely will transmit COVID. If you catch COVID, you get sick. At some level, you get sick. And it is not isolated to just you. It's everyone around you. So at what point is this about perspective? I don't, I don't fucking get that. It, it's not a perspective. It's a, a known willingness to say I'm okay with putting other people in jeopardy. So that's my argument against perspective. Fuck that. Well, I, I don't think you really want to argue against perspective because it, perspective is it doesn't have a side or anything else. It just, it, it's how saying, one, but, but, but you're literally, that's your perspective on fuck perspective. Okay, so, okay I, get, but, I get that. I, My I point think, being is that there are some things that are just, uh, everyone has, should have a right to live. And what, what some people are doing listen, is robbing them. I know. It, okay. We I are know. not having an argument here. We're really not. I told not. you, I'm angry about. I know, this. I know, I'm but, angry about this but but I'm I'm saying that I you know there's a there's a part of me that I, um, I think you may be reacting to. I'm just reacting to the whole thing. I know, but you. but a little bit to me too because you know I for a long time that Enneagram Nine part of me was always about seeing every side possible, and and I'm not doing that right now. I, I, I'm trying to make a different point, but I understand why you, I mean, I, I feel like maybe you are feeling like I'm doing that, but, um, I feel by like the way, by the way, what a great sacred space we were, we're inviting people into. No, I'm very serious. I'm very serious. Like this is, this is you and I like super raw in this right now where we're like, you know, we're working through this conversation ourselves. Do you Go know ahead. what I do every day at work? I put a mask on. I give people the right to have perspective on masks and vaccines because that's what I have to do. I don't get to take a side on this. And I put myself in front of people's mouths. I'm literally putting mirrors in their mouths and taking pictures of their teeth, okay? So can you get any fucking closer to COVID? Right. And then I'm coming home and I want to hug and hold and kiss on my grandson I, who is not I vaccinated who has nothing and i'm just i i struggle to know how to live because i have to respect that somebody else says this is my perspective that's why i say fuck perspective yeah i i get what you're saying i was <laughs> i was trying to you didn't know make what kind a, of worms well, you opened I was here. trying to make a different point <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am totally I am so agreeing with with the 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 sentiment of what you are what you're saying right now um, the point that I was trying to make in perspective is that okay and, and again just literal definitions it, it is their perspective and it's it, it is and, and we have our perspective and we feel like our perspective is right and they feel like their perspective is right it, so the point that i'm trying to make is is getting to this there's got there there has to be other things that enter into this then when everyone thinks that they're right 
you know, then is everyone right or or is everyone wrong or or you know all and and one of the things that that you know we have learned to do is to just really weigh out consequences um, consequences good or bad of a certain line of thinking and and so we start to go in a direction and we say okay where is this thinking going to lead us and if we don't like where this thinking leads us then we say okay well then we need to re-examine this line of thinking so that we don't you know let's just say in this case so we don't end up in the hospital or so that Asher doesn't end up in the hospital with COVID, right? Um, but you have like this, in, this entire group of people that are basing their perspective, they're basing their thinking, not on consequence, but on, uh, but on fear, okay? Um, and, and they, they might come back and say, no, 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 we're not afraid. You're afraid. Because that's the thing we keep hearing all the time, right? We're not going to let fear make us cover our faces up and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, this isn't about, I mean, fear and respect are two different things. We're both vaccinated. But as a, but as a vaccinated person looking at this new Delta mm-hmm. variant of COVID coming through, recognizing that it has the, the, the strength to poke through vaccinations and actually still infect people, even though all the studies are showing that, you know, you don't respond to it the same way, but you can then possibly pass it on to someone like Asher who was unvaccinated and very much now at risk of this, right? Um, And so I I respect that. I'm not afraid of it. Uh, Maybe there's some fear there. I don't know. But more than that, it's, it's like I respect that. So I'm going to do whatever I need to do to, to make sure that we don't infect him. Um, and so, like today, I went out today, and there's no mask mandate. I'm fully vaccinated, and I wore a mask inside that open house. Uh, now, does that make me better than somebody else or whatever? No. Listen, no. <laughs> but I think it's a little thing that I can do. Mm-hmm. to offset the the risk of a consequence that could be great. There's a whole other approach that is that is all about the the fear of where this will lead. And and for some not for some reason, it actually makes a lot of sense, I think. Um, it is it is very steeped, particularly in in the conservative Republican, political party um, and evangelical Christians, which there are massive tie-overs between the two, that are looking at, they're equating mandatory vaccinations with like the mark of the beast. And, and, And that is not a stretch. I mean, there's literally people out there who are equating it with, you know, getting microchipped by Bill Gates or something, and and that 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 could this be the 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 sign, the mark of the beast from you know, and it's like, good God, where is where what is this based in? Well, it it's based in folklore and fairy tales and and immense fear and immense fear. I have no doubts 
that if I um, am put under a mask mandate or I'm a vaccine vaccine mandate or a shelter in or any of that, that it is not forever. I I have right. I have uh, I do I am not afraid <laughs> of it being forever. Right. Um, it is it is for a period of time for a purpose to, to get a problem. handle on this, and so that once we get a handle on it, then we can lift it. Yeah. And when I actually can be handed by scientists um, two to three options that will keep people alive, and I choose not to take those options, I think it's just, um, it's it has to be some other level of fear. Um, what are you afraid is going to be taken from you by doing those things? You're obviously not really afraid of losing a family member. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm just guessing. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. Um, I am afraid of losing a family member. I don't want to see any of my loved ones or close friends or anybody. I don't want to see anybody and we die have, from this. We have two close family members who are, who are very high risk. Yeah. We have, actually have more than that. Yeah. My mom is very high risk too. Yeah. Um, um, and I think that there are some people who legitimately run at an equal risk and having the vaccines doing due to some immune disorders. I mm-hmm. understand that. So, you know, that's there. Um, and, and so some people are actually weighing out, have to weigh out, which is worse for me. Um, which one could I survive better? Um, a response, um, you know, to, you know, like for instance, you know, I know one person who literally can drink a glass of, or a sip of wine, or have the wrong lotion on their skin, or you know any kind of little environmental and have change, a massive reaction to and it. have a massive reaction to it. So there's a like a, a like an anaphylactic kind of reaction, yeah. and so I understand that there are some legitimate um, hesitations, hesitations, <laughs> and then weighing that out. Yeah. And um, so I don't mean to keep putting words in your mouth. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. Interject. So I so I feel like for those people who legitimately have to weigh those things out for themselves um what kind of response that they want to have in life to either covid or to um any kind of you know reaction then um shouldn't the rest of us be more responsible for the sake of them um and i and i don't under i just I just don't understand what's so hard about wearing a mask i it's uncomfortable my i am like constant acne i wear it all day long at work um and i understand it if anybody has something to complain about i get get to complain right or those in the healthcare industry but um uh and so i don't often like to go anywhere on the weekends or in the evenings because i don't want to wear a mask any longer yeah um but i if i do go i am going to wear one um but it's an inconvenience at at worst. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a prison. I don't feel like it's my rights being taken away from me. In fact, I think it's my my right to protect myself um, and to protect others. Like, uh, Case, I'm just, I, uh, this is just one of those I just cannot, I cannot understand. I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. There's enough tragic things that happen in this world that we have no control over yeah. and this is one we actually have some control over so so let's let's do a little exercise here then um in 
you know, think about this for a minute. Um, because you were actually raised this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were raised to believe that there are unseen forces mm-hmm. battling for your soul. Okay, yeah. Okay? And so there is, um, there is, a, there is good mm-hmm. and there is bad, light and dark. Right. And they are actively at war with each other for your soul mm-hmm. and for the souls of, of everyone in existence. Okay. There are battles that are fought in the spiritual realm, in the unseen realm, mm-hmm. over souls. Mm-hmm. And the desire... I think I've seen paintings about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there have been some books written about it and mm-hmm. some movies and some... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, in this, you have, you know, the God-type figure. And I say that because, well, I'm going to... Well, it sounds like I'm talking solely about Christianity. I'm not. Mm-mm. There are a number of religions that, that have these kinds oh, yeah, of viewpoints, right? Okay. So you have a, a godlike figure that is the representation of good, supreme good, light, and then you have this, the devil or Satan type figure mm-hmm. that's a representation of the dark or evil or whatever else. And the Satan figure is intent on destroying all that is good. Hates mm-hmm. what's good. And so we'll use whatever means necessary to destroy what's good. The God figure wants to preserve what is good. Um, and so uh, so this is like your framework mm-hmm. for, for coming into the world. Right. And you, and you are raised in varying levels of awareness right. of this. Right. Right? So much so that that you are even told that times are coming when this is going to be amplified Mm -hmm. into much greater levels, Mm -hmm. right? And so, and again, I'm not just talking about Christianity here. I'm talking about, you know, there's a Mm -hmm. number of different religions that that view these kinds of things. Um, And so you then are always on the lookout for the 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 hidden evil mm-hmm. in everything. And so um, y- you then are given an opportunity to be on the side of light, of mm-hmm. good, or you're on the side of darkness, evil. Mm-hmm. And so um, so as you're going through life, you're, you, you want to think of yourself as a good person. Mm-hmm. You want to think of yourself as someone who's of the light. And so you, right. you make certain claims about what you believe to be true and, mm-hmm. and what you think. And, and, and I'm a good person and how I live in the world and, and all that kind of stuff. And so then you see these, all of a sudden, these, these stories that start coming about um, uh, groups of people that are, that are secretly worshiping darkness and they're in fact they're even taking human children's lives and they're drinking their blood and they're kidnapping them and and selling them into sexual slavery and to mm-hmm. where they can you know deviance and and there are secret uh government cabals that are that are set to uh turn our entire nation towards uh, towards the the evil Satan, towards the mm-hmm. the evil one, and 
because they they don't worship the the god figure, the light figure. They worship the dark figure, the Satan figure. Um, and so all of these things are being put into place to uh, to bring about darkness and on the world. So. Um, so you see these, you start hearing these stories coming and that there's, you know, this, well, it's, it's infiltrated in our, um, government and it's infiltrated into, you know, to our entertainment, Hollywood, it's infiltrated into our news media and it's infiltrated in all these places. Then you have this opportunity to be the knight in shining armor, to be the hero. Um, and all you have to do to be the hero is you have to make a stand. You have to stand against whatever it is that they're promoting. Because if they're promoting it and they're and they're in league with Satan, then whatever they're promoting is evil. So you talk about a mask. Well, you cannot tell me enough facts to make me believe that a mask is actually good and worthwhile because the Satanists are promoting the mask. That means the mask is evil. You cannot tell me enough information about a vaccine because the Satanists are promoting the vaccine, therefore the vaccine is evil. Um, and, you, and so you literally cannot break through with reason because reason is not a part of the equation. This is about good and evil. This is about light and dark. And so you start from that base and you work up rather than, you know, starting at, you know, from the, the sphere of what is in science and knowledge and understanding and work down, right, to the, you know, to the, the applicable levels. And it's like, okay, well then, everything is tainted by darkness then everything is tainted by darkness and then you you know so it, there's there's no conversation even that can happen because if you start saying wait a second do you understand what's what's really in that vaccine you do you understand what's really what we're really doing with masks i mean do you understand the science behind that you're one of those satanists aren't you you then become in league with Satan because you're promoting those evil things. No, I mean, somebody did say I was the child of Satan, so... Because what other... Because that's, that is what it all comes down to. You know, I think I'm... I'm, I'm literally... It, things are always holistic. And as soon as we start to compartmentalize something as this is an issue over here and this is an issue over there, we've right. already lost the the, um, you know, the enlightenment in any of it. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing um, this life in TikTok of, um, is, is pulling out, based on the content that you're putting out there, is pulling out all this side of stuff that I haven't been around for a very long time. And one of the things that I'm realizing is that... Um, we have a lot of names to excuse um, growth and to excuse education, to excuse learning, and to excuse possibly even being wrong at something. Um, recently, somebody called your TikTok a midlife crisis. And, um, and it's just like, 
so just because I choose to start thinking about something that I once said I just take, you know, spoonfuls of without question, it's considered a midlife crisis. If I look at science, which I know for me in the Christian, evangelical Christian faith, science was the enemy to faith. There wasn't a coexisting. No, no. They were opposites. Um, and so if you today side with science or allow it to be part of your decision-making or your belief system on any level, it's you're right. It's the good and evil thing. It makes me think of that book um, that we read, um, Jesus and John Wayne. Oh, my God, yes. And how to untangle... Um, the folklore of religion from the um, economic and political gain within this country would probably completely destroy those systems if we pulled it apart, which, in my opinion, would be a really great thing, right? But it is so intertwined that pulling them apart um, almost can't happen. So um, I think it, I always go back to the analogy or the pictorial that my ocular surgeon gave about removing the tumor from my optic nerve. <laughs> and he said that when he gets in there, pulling that tumor off of my nerve is like pulling gum off of pulling tissue. chewed up gum, gum off, off of, of tissue, tissue paper. paper. <laughs> yeah. And the goal would be to, to not have, harm the tissue paper. To not harm the <laughs> tissue paper and have as many nerves as possible left intact, right? Yeah. And I feel like that that's that's a the thing that comes to mind for me when I think about pulling this religious folklore away from yeah. uh, politics yeah. and economics and stuff within this country. It's so it's so intertwined, and yeah. it's intertwined in an, in a way that if we saw it in another culture, another part of the world, let's just say we saw it in a third world area, quote unquote, and we saw this happening where folklore led the lifestyle and decisions of the community. Yeah, but it can't be Christian. It has to be a different. No, folklore. no, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going with you. I'm going with you. Like, um, if yeah. we if we looked at it in another yeah. culture, we would say how ignorant. That they mm-hmm. can't see that the sky isn't actually falling, but that those are clouds moving in and they will move out. So how ridiculous of them to think that that is the gods angry at them or that's a mm-hmm. spiritual occurrence, right? Um, so what would we do if we stood outside of our Americanism and we looked in at the influence that our religious folklore has on our systems? Right. And how ridiculous it looks to other cultures who have said, guys, that is, that is old information. You're not seeing that these clouds are not what you think they are. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm observing something in my own culture that I don't know how to interact with anymore. I don't know how to integrate and be part of my culture when I don't, I don't, I don't uh, believe it the same way. So, um, what does that mean? I, I, I don't necessarily think I just moved to another country. 
I mean, although that's oftentimes incredibly appealing, um, but because yes, um, uh, every every place have their own things yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the opposite. No other country has any issues. No, um, but but it's it's still it's like how I'm so um, disconnected anymore with right. how we think as Americans that um, uh, I, I do find that when I hear something. Um, whether it's social media or somebody is, you know, art or yeah. any kind of form of anything where I just go, that was the rise above the clouds, right? Um, I resonate with it. My soul wants more mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I feel like I am stuck in the trenches um, with um, ideology that um, doesn't make any sense. Right. So... Does yeah. that make me feel in this area of superiority and other people are just ignorant or whatever? I, I told you, you asked me this morning, um, what do you dream about? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you, what do you dream about? And one of the things that I dream about is having the time and space to keep educating myself, to keep learning something new. Not so that I just, you know, I did, I did an interview with a friend of mine who said that uh, she... Um, she considers herself a witch. Well, I'm not necessarily interested in becoming a witch. I mean, that's not my my agenda. But God, after having that conversation with her, I really want to understand it. Partly because I sure. just want to understand her, right? So I want the space for more education. Yeah. I want to know more so that I know more, so right. that I can interact with the world in a broader, more expansive, more inclusive way. Right. Um, and I just I f- feel like I have this um, oh, this cloud. The sky is falling. Yeah. Over um, my culture right now. Was that dark and depressive and all of that? I'm um, sorry. I mean, it, it's it's it it's is, where we're at right now. I mean, this these are God. I, you know, when you hear reports again about how we're at you know, infection rates that are as high as they were in 2020, you know, that we're back to those levels again. And this is a year later, right? A year and a half. Um, I'm saying since we, you know, we were at those, I mean, we were, anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, when you're, when you're hearing reports that, I think it was this, the last statistic I saw and it was like 94% of hospitalized COVID cases are unvaccinated people. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if, if everyone was vaccinated, 94% less in the hospital, in the hospital beds that other people need. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, when I hear about how this new Delta variant, it, it's not that new. The Delta variant is wreaking havoc on young children and children are dying now when, when in 2020, that was kind of like a, it, they they weren't really they weren't succumbing to to the original very mm-hmm. original strains, but now they are succumbing now. You know for whatever reasons. Uh, when I hear about all those things, I'm like, that takes the wind out of your sails. That is it, it, yeah, it's disheartening. When we're talking about going back to wearing masks again, and yeah, okay, yeah, it's a small thing. Sure, I'm willing to do it. You know, but God, seriously. Seriously, we're back here again. I mean, yes, all of those things. And it's like, 
you know, going through that exercise in my mind about why are we in this place in mm-hmm. our country right now gave me understanding, but it didn't really make me feel any better. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm still like, okay, great. Now now maybe I, I have a little bit more understanding of why people are in that place. Guess what? There's there's nothing that can all that all that did is like reiterate that I should just avoid conversations with anybody that's of of that persuasion, <laughs> yeah. um, of that perspective, right? Why? Because I would have to undo their views of good and evil in order to have any hope of of talking about why vaccines and masks really are just common and basic right um like the like low bars i mean it's like it's like the it's like the the least of what we can do right um and it's you're not going to do that you're you're not going to and i don't even know what i want to that's not a mission in life that i want to to go after people's views of good and evil (laughs) you know it's like uh it's so it's like you get to that point you're like okay well, then I should just avoid those conversations, you know, and I should stay away from places that, you know, don't support, don't safety. support safety and, and whatever else. And, and I should not get involved in Facebook conversations and I should not get, <laughs> you know, I mean, all this kind of stuff, right? Like I should just, I just got to stay away from that, you know? Um, and it becomes more and more difficult because it's a, there's a larger and larger segment of the population that's becoming vocal about this, you know, about, and it's like, and I'm, and I, and, but now I'm in this place where I'm like, okay, fine. I get it. I get why you think this is all the way that it is, but. I I don't get it. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't get it. You don't understand what I, what I just kind of walked through. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I get it. I I get where, I, I get why you think what you're, but all I'm, all that does is it just reiterates like, yeah, but you're, God damn it, your thinking is really off. You know, <laughs> and it's like, um, it, it, if you can't grow beyond that kind of view of, uh, what do they call it, that, that cosmovision, you know, the view of the cosmos of everything that is, then um, you're just going to continue to be stuck, you know? Yeah. Um, and well, we say with, you know, our as we were working on our... A focus for rethink and what is our you know our mission and our purpose with doing this and trying to frame the words around what it is you know it came down to who who is the enemy of rethinking and it's small thinking yeah it's unwillingness to think differently than you currently think now and um and i think I think <laughs> um, <laughs> that you and I have given each other permission through our whole marriage to be wrong, to rethink something, to say, what if that's not right? What if, what if there's more than just that? And, um, and so for us to evolve our thinking into broader um, ideas, to take in more education doesn't feel like a stretch to me right. at this point. 
But I do know that at different phases of my um, experience in evangelical Christianity, there were some hard and fast. Like, I won't cross that line. Um, you can, you know, I have this little box and I'm, I'm willing to move around in there and have different ideas on whether it's a four-point Calvinist or five-point Calvinist. <laughs> but, but Calvinist gets to stay in the box, right? right? right. So I, I'm, I, know, I know what that is. To say, no, these are the parameters and I can't go outside of them. So if you bring me something that sits outside of those parameters, then yes, it is evil. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, man, my world is so much bigger and broader and more expansive and more hopeful getting outside of that box. Yeah. You and I have used this analogy before in conversation with each other that um, fundamentalist Christianity was like um, a 2D experience where you yeah. see a drawing on a page, right? Mm-hmm. A pencil drawing, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you allow um, for in, for information to move to spirituality, so there's an experience that's added to that where we feel the sense that we're engaging with the universe on a different level, we move to 3D. And we start to see things a little bit more vivid. It goes from this black and white sketch to a 3D color um, visual but moving outside the box altogether and allowing all of the information that we have to come in and allowing for new information to come in the future um, that's that's like 4d that's like um, 3d printers or something like it's it's so much so much more um, it's it's seeing all the facets and the shimmers of the diamond rather than just one side. Mm. Um, and, and I'm interested in that. I'm interested in knowing more. I would love to be wrong about COVID. I would love for all of these numbers to be a hoax that somebody's putting out there and saying these people are dying. But I know too many people in the medical field who are telling me what they experience on at work, and and that is not <clears throat> seeming to be the case. But I would love for it to be a great big facade that doesn't really exist, and we're all okay, right? Yeah. Um, who wouldn't? Right. <laughs> so, um, I am grateful um, for those who are choosing to be on the front lines despite this, and I'm grateful for the scientists who are continuing to press the boundaries of what they know, so that they can find solutions for us to continue in humanity. Um, and I am going to trust the years and years of work and experience and education that they've taken to continue to take us to the next level of information. I do expect the information to change. I don't expect it to be hard and fast. That is the beauty of science. So when we come back and we say, oh, they told us this last year. Yeah, that's what they knew last year. They're continuing to learn. They're continuing to grow. And you know what? The more information they get, the more important it is that we pay attention to this and that we take it seriously and that we care about the person next to us. Um, I, I could not live with myself if I am the one who makes Asher sick. I, I don't even, I, yeah. I don't know how I could survive that. Um, and so I'm, I feel pretty proud right now that 
in a year and a half into this pandemic of working in the um, medical field that I have not brought COVID home to him. Um, every day I go to work, hope this isn't the day. Yeah. So maybe that's why I drink. <laughs> <laughs> we have Moscow mules. A Moscow mule. Um, <laughs> but I, I do know it's a big part of my my personal health right now. There's a tremendous amount of stress that sits on this. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Hmm. And I'm not at a hospital. I'm not in an ER. I'm not in an ICU yeah. unit. Yeah. ICU unit. I'm just, I'm just in people's mouths. That's all. Just. Just in people's mouths. <laughs> just in their disease spreaders. Mm-hmm. They're pie holes. <laughs> They're pie holes. <laughs> They're COVID holes. <laughs> Get your COVID yep. hole out of my face. Yep. That's what we start saying to people. I like people walk in and go, do I have to wear a mask? And I want to look at them and go, do you want me to look in your mouth? <laughs> I can't say that, but that's what I feel. Like you, I mean, they walk in asking if they should wear a mask in our facility. And I'm going to ask them to take it off. And look at their mouth, then I don't know. It's just, it's just hard. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, maybe the new condition should be that if they don't want to wear a mask, I don't wear a mask. <laughs> Although I'm vaccinated, so, you know. It's still, oh you can just cut, you can cut all this out. <laughs> I, I, just, I just went off somewhere that is I'm not really, cutting it out. Y'all, you should cut it out. Because no. I just went all kinds of loopy. and You did go all kinds of loopy. You were just, you were riffing. Riffing you on nonsense. You were riffing nonsense. in the moment. I was yeah. riffing on nonsense. Yeah. And I have never done that before. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's pizza night. It is pizza night. We're going to make pizzas with Asher tonight. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So, Our cook, cook boy. You know, I'd say to everybody that uh, this, you know, this is exactly what we intended with this podcast. Yeah, is work there, it out. Yeah. Let's work it out. Let's yeah. talk and, about it. And I would say that we have not landed on anything right now. We've just kind of processed some things. We've processed. Yeah. And that's 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 part of it. That's part of our deal, you mm-hmm. know. So um, anyway, um, so welcome to our sacred space. <laughs> Seriously, though, welcome. I hope you come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, some we end up with a little more positivity, and this one, I don't know. I think it was more of just kind of like a pulling Arr. back the curtain yeah, and saying, Ugh, "This is what we're seeing, and yeah. it's frustrating, mm-hmm. right?" But anyway, uh, we'll come a little more lubricated next time. <laughs> oh wait, that doesn't help. No, because lubricated. yeah, with the alcohol, I meant so that. So we could be a little more silly and stuff, but sometimes we get a little bit darker too. <laughs> so we shouldn't worry about that. So, okay. all right. See you, everybody.